Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Hankook Dynapro AT2 Extreme. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up, this is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Tuesday, August 17th. Great, great week of sports ahead. Not only do we have... Football, like, I mean, lots and lots of football. But, but, on the QT, we've got a lot of soccer, too. I know, I know, not a lot of soccer fans, but I got to give a shout-out to my guy um, who loves all my soccer talk uh, here on the podcast. Big win for my Nicoxa side last week, and they got another big game Thursday against a bad team, and hopefully they can prevail. And, hey, let's not front. MLS All-Star Game next week, your boy will be in the house. Should be a wild one out here in L.A., but I know you're here to talk about football, and today's guest is just phenomenal. Brett McMurphy, I've known him for a long time, covered college football. He's the guy who ESPN hired. He was crushing it at ESPN, but they had a ton of layoffs, and they had to lay him off. They're paying him to not work. And as he tells the story, he ends up breaking massive Urban Meyer news on his Facebook page. It's great. Uh, you guys will love it. Brett McMurphy's outstanding. But before we get to him, just a quick, quick two-piece for you. Number one, did you guys see the report that the next Field of Dream game, Field of Dreams game, obviously last week's Yankees-White Sox was a thriller. The game was great, 
the vibe, the inner, everything was awesome about that game. The TV ratings, I saw it was the most watched regular season baseball game in like forever. Um, so, so there's that. But they're quick to pick the next two teams. And it sounds like it's going to be the Cubs and Reds next year. Now, obviously, they want proximity to Iowa for people to tune in and maybe attend the game and make it like a big thing and a to-do. I, I, I love this. I, I think baseball's thinking outside the box. I don't know what the NFL has hatched. We've seen college basketball play games on like, um, what was it? it? On like one of those big um, warships in the ocean. Um, it was. It looked cool. I mean, you know, it wasn't as awesome because uh, it was outdoor basketball, um, but it still looked cool. Now, you know what's next is... Um, the NBA. What do they have in store? Something that's intimate. And sometimes, guys, a smaller crowd can be better for the fans and the experience. Like, it was tough to get a ticket for the Field of Dreams game. I think they had 8,000 fans there um, in a town with a population of like 4,000. So it was just, it. everything about it felt exclusive and cool, kind of like a New York City club. And I could go on a rant, because I love to talk about myself, um, about how one of the most memorable New York City repetitive nights for me was this place called Suede on Tuesday night. And you're like, Tuesday night? Well, Tuesday night's like a model night. Uh, If you're a young guy in New York City like I was, like models don't go out as much on like Friday, Saturday. They're going to like parties. The clubs are during the week and that's what's popping off. And I'll never forget, I have my buddy in town. Uh, I don't think his wife listens to this, but I'm not going to say his name to protect him anyway. He was on a business trip up to New York. And I said, listen, Tuesday night, I know this place pops off. How do I know this? Well, I worked at Us Weekly. And, you know, the other reporters were young and they would say like, oh, this place is great. And this celebrity was there. And, of course, like, you know, awesome. Um, So Tuesday night, this place called Suede. I don't remember exactly. I want to say like it was in like the, the teens on the east side and... It, it was like nondescript. You didn't really know about it. But I knew that we would struggle to get in if we went late. So the move was we had to go a little early, look the part, and, you know, just hang there for like three hours until it popped off. So we go early. We're not the first people there, but we're early. And we get in because there was no line and, you know, they weren't uh, – it was early. And we, I guess we looked moderately cool. So we get in and we're just unfortunately getting hammered way too early and the place, of course, like if doesn't feel like long and then you turn around and boom, the place is slammed and it's like Vegas tens everywhere. It's just an incredible night. The funniest part was me and my buddy were only like three years out of college, maybe two years out of college. And there was this girl who was like, uh, maybe she was a freshman when we were seniors, but you could tell like she was going to run the school um, eventually, but she was younger and she was there. She had just graduated. Um and she was at the, and she was like, oh my gosh, like we were friends. Now we never spoke at school. We, she would like be at functions, but we never, we never really spoke to her. And we were hanging out with her the whole, and she knew like, of course, a ton of people because all hot chicks do. But it, exclusivity, there is something to that. And I think that was part of the reason the Field of Dreams game was so damn popular. It was like everybody wanted to be there. It was intimate. Small. I mean, I think this thing's going to be a hit every year. I don't know what the NFL can do. Uh, the NBA can probably find some kind of, and I know people are going to scream, Hoosiers, Hoosiers. Uh, they could find small gyms and play it. I don't know if it'll look as good on TV. You know, the NBA crowds are crazy. Baseball crowds are good. They're not as rabid because uh, the indoor, the noise, and, and the NBA games. But at any rate, um, 
Cubs Reds in 2022. And uh, Fox televises that. I guess I'll do my best to try to get there. Uh, The other point, and and I'm going to keep this short and sweet, is this is becoming a big day for Tim Tebow. Uh, Tuesday, I believe this is the first day the Jags will make cuts. um, And, uh, you know, there's a chance Tebow gets cut. I personally don't think it'll happen. I think either way, people are going to be outraged. How is he still there? How? That's so unfair. Like, you guys just don't know how life works. Okay? Urban Meyer and Tebow are, like, living in the same neighborhood. They were coach and quarterback over 10 years ago. There's a relationship there. There's a history. There's trust. The fourth-string tight end does not have that. I'm sure I'll be talking about that this morning on the Dan Patrick Show. Yes, I'll be hosting with Doug Gottlieb. If you're listening to this podcast later in the day, well, you missed me on the Dan Patrick Show. At any rate, without further ado, let's get to my main man, Brett McMurphy of the Action Network. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. You know a guy. Jason likes to think he knows everything when it comes to sports. I know what sports fans want. But for everything he doesn't. He knows a guy who does. Let's just say, I know a guy who knows a guy who knows another guy. All right, let's welcome in to Straight Fire, a guy who's, uh, he's been one of those interesting fellows who spent time in newspapers, right? 
enough time to like really soak it up and enjoy life in newspapers. And he's pivoted so smoothly to digital. Uh, and he just left stadium for the action network. So you know what that means. Cha-ching gambling. Brett McMurphy. Brett, how are you, man? Hey, Jason. Great to talk to you again, buddy. Yeah, it's been a while. I think we talked, geez, I think I was back at like the big lead. I don't know, like uh, maybe 10 years ago, seven to 10 years ago. And I think I chronicled your big move to ESPN, right? You did. And we, we touched base. Uh, I touched base, base with you and every member of the media on the face of the earth when I broke the Urban Meyer stuff, when I was, oh, that's right. when yes, I was, yes, yes. ESPN was paying me not to work and I was reporting on Facebook. On and, Facebook, and that's Twitter. right. Yeah, so good to, good to catch up though. So epic. Uh, and and I, I just want to ask, because like, I, I'm one of those weird guys who like when I was in college, cell phones started coming out, but I never had a, high, uh, a cell phone in high school or college. But as soon as I got out, I was like, oh, this flip phone thing. Yeah, this is going to be a big deal. Um, and, and you were in newspapers. Like I went to college, Brett, to be a journalist. I wanted to work at a newspaper and like cover the Lakers. Like that was an idea of fun. You actually did that in Tampa for many, many years, right? I did do that. When I grew up in Oklahoma City, I dreamed of working for the Dallas Morning News someday. That never worked out. I worked for the Tampa Tribune for like 20 years. But, you know, uh, I think it was 2008 or nine. uh, I just saw what was going on with the Internet. And unfortunately, I saw what was going on with newspapers. And it it sucks. I hate that. But I was able to to jump to AOL Fan House. Uh, May it rest in peace. And then from there... Uh, CBS Sports, ESPN Stadium, and now with the Action Network. And again, I, I hope, I think I am, I'm on the same trajectory with, with Action being, you know, look, we're not a sports book. I'm not a tout by any means, but being involved uh, in the gambling space with all the legalization of sports betting, I think is, is the next move to make. And yeah. I'll be fascinated to see if other insiders, whether it's NFL, NBA, et cetera, will join on with other non-traditional media sites. I think it would be sooner rather than later. In fact, I'd be shocked I, if there aren't a lot more. 100% agree with you. And, and it's weird because there's a lot of old-timers, Brett, you know them, who are just stuck in their ways and they're like, I'm a newspaper guy. I don't want to be like a digital guy and have to put out many stories. Like, I, I just, I like how you have been persistent in seeing what the landscape is giving you and then adjusting. Not a lot of people can do that. How I'm just curious, how has your uh, wife and family taken to kind of the difference in lifestyle? Cause it is a big difference, digital versus newspaper. It's funny, Jason, I've had, I don't know, five different jobs, six different jobs in the past um, probably 20 years. Uh, that's the bad news. The good news is I haven't, we haven't had to move out of Tampa the entire time. So you're able to do everything mobily. Um, but you're right. I mean, it's, you know, any old timers like that, they're dinosaurs. Um, and Nick's, you know, Nick Saban has talked about it when he changed his offense, you either adapt or you die. And that's yep. kind of the way I look at it. And again, um, a, a big thing is Twitter, you know, no matter where I'm at, I can stay relevant on Twitter. I can link my stories to whatever company I'm working for. Um, yeah. And I think what, what really, brought this home to me was when I got laid off from ESPN, I had 18 months left. They paid me not to work. I could not work. So all I could do was sit on the couch and eat fiddle faddle for 18 months, which I did a lot. Or I could just, I could eat, I could try to report stuff on my personal Facebook page on my personal Twitter page that wouldn't violate the 
agreement with ESPN. And then fortunately I was able to break, you know, Urban Meyer. I broke Scott Frost to, to Nebraska during the UCF game when Steve Levy, I still owe him a beer for this, when he mistakenly said, first reported by our own Brett McMurphy and I've been laid off. So, um, <laughs> you know, I've, I've been very fortunate and yeah, very pumped about the Action Network and, and all the stuff they're doing there. Uh, I, I had totally forgotten about the uh, the Urban Meyer thing. I mean, that was colossal. Now, I, I just we're, we're going to focus on college, but I just want to ask about Urban Meyer. I am curious, and you don't have to answer this. Did you hear from him after you broke the story, and do you guys have any kind of relationship now, and how do you think he'll do uh, in the NFL this year? Uh, the only I talked to him at Big Ten Media Day, like the day – I broke this or the day after I broke the story and I, okay. I talked to him in an interview setting there. I have not talked to him since I have not seen him since. Um, I, and I said that then, and I'll say this now, I think he is one of the greatest college football coaches uh, presently. And, and of all time, um, I just, I don't ha- I don't know if that will work at the pro level. We're going to find out, mm. you know, you've, there's a million examples of guys that didn't work out. There's a few examples of guys where it did work out going from college to the NFL. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've no matter what he's done off the field and some of the, the curious decisions he made and didn't make concerning, um, you know, Zach Smith and all that stuff that went down, he's a hell of a coach. There's no doubt about that. Does that translate to a successful NFL coach? We're going to find out. Yeah. Uh, I, I on, or on meeting Urban, I am curious. Like, sometimes it is awkward uh, I had broke a story on Chris Carter when he was at ESPN and it ended up with him leaving. Uh, and then I was on TV on a TV set with him like two years later. And it was awkward the very initially, um, but we got past that quickly. Was it awkward with Urban in the, the day after you broke a huge story on him at no, Big Ten? No, it really wasn't because it was a pre- it was a press conference setting. It wasn't a one on one. He later the way the Big Ten conference sets up their media days. It's then it's the coaches or players sit at a table or a podium and everybody kind of circles around them. So there's, you know, you're within arm's length of them, but you and 40 other media people. So no, it wasn't, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't awkward for me. And he, you know, I asked a question, he answered it. Um, and that was, that was basically it. Uh, all right, let's move to college football, Brett. So one of the biggest things now that you're at action network, I I have a feeling that, the the injury spotlight in college football is going to become like a bigger story. In the NFL, the injury reports are daily, right? Everybody knows like if somebody's out or doubtful what that means. Like it's persistent throughout the week. We don't really get that in college football. As it pertains to gambling, it's kind of a big deal if a star quarterback, wide receiver, running back, you know, whatever, is not going to play. Do you think there can be an edge gained in gambling on college football knowing big injuries? And and will college football kind of adapt with the times and start revealing more information? Is there an advantage? Absolutely so. Whether yeah. it's uh, the Sun Belt or the MAC or the SEC, they're all – you're wagering, you know, it's still money, you know. Um, will they adapt to the NFL? Absolutely not. And that's the thing. The college ranks, the head coaches – the assistants, you know, as far as injuries go, um, you know, it's like, uh, you know, the old Russian block. You're not going to get information out of these guys. And I, I've talked to several, you know, SIDs and, and, and um, people with the ESPN about when ESPN will roll in to do a game day at a, at a site. 
And basically, the SIDs don't tell ESPN before the game that the starting quarterback's not going to play because the coach is so paranoid it's going to get out and the other team's going to be able to adapt or prepare for it. I mean, we're even talking an hour before kickoff. We don't want anything out until kickoff. That's just how these guys are wired, Jason. I don't think that's ever going to change. There are other some coaches that are, you know, look, if a guy's out, he just wants to get it out. The guy's out, we're going to go with somebody else. But I would say the majority are the opposite. They do not want any injury information out there um, until literally the ball's in the air um, before disclosing that because they think there's a competitive advantage to the other team. I don't necessarily buy it, but with all the pressure they're under, I guess I can see it. Yeah, no, I I would agree with that. You know, the the whole like big fish in a small pond deal, like one screw up and you get that fan base turning on you. It can it can move quickly. Now, I will say, even though you don't think it's going to change and I would agree with you, we've seen so many changes in college football in the last 15 years. Obviously, the big one this summer, Texas and Oklahoma leaving for the SEC. I am curious how do you think that's going to shake out like this year? Are Texas and Oklahoma, are people going to just hate them in conference? Is it going to be like, listen, I know it's 2025, but let's get these jerks out of here now. Yeah, absolutely. But for the Big Ten, specifically as a league, the thing is they want to stay together as long as they can, and they want to make as much money as they can. So the thinking is they'll hold OU and Texas, their feet to the fire, and make them stay in the league for four more years. But then at some point, do you just kind of accept it? Like, look, these guys are gone. Let's just make, let's settle this. We're going to get a boatload of money from these guys and let's move on. That's how yeah. it's worked with every other expansion team that went from one conference to another. However, the biggest difference in this one is with the OU and Texas leaving, it could ultimately lead to the elimination of a conference. So that's probably why the Big 12 is mm. hesitant on that happening. As far as the fan base and all that, oh, it's going to get crazy. I mean, for, <laughs> OU's last regular season game of the year in Stillwater, Bedlam. Um, <sighs> that's going to be crazy. In fact, uh, as a joke, I tweeted that, you know, Big 12 has just changed its rules. Any player that scores a touchdown and does the horns down signal will get nine points for a touchdown <laughs> in- instead of six. And I actually had two OU graduates, by the way, text me and say, is that legit or are you kidding? So, oh, gosh. There's going to the be. hatred is real. Oh, it's real. And it's, you know, it's. You know, that's why these things usually get settled and you don't have four years of lame duck status. But it's kind of a bad. It's like if someone's living together with someone they broke up with, you know, uh, it's like, what are you doing? End no, this. Get up. out of there. Divor- what, like, yeah. what, Imagine divorce, divorce your wife yeah. <laughs> and then staying four years with your wife because you've yeah. got to you've got to, you know, the, you can't get out of your your lease for another four years. <laughs> You know. So spin this forward as somebody who likes to look forward on the landscape. What are we looking at here? Three, four years from now, are we looking at four power conferences, uh, a 16 team playoff? Where, where do you see this headed? And I know that I'm not going to hold you uh, to it, obviously, like a, like, a, oh, my gosh, old takes exposed. <laughs> he said this three years ago. Like, I don't give a shit about it. nobody does. But where do you see this headed? We're going to have multiple conferences with 16 teams. The question is, mm-hmm. is it going to be four or five? Um, how we end up at that number, that, that's anybody's guess. One thing I will tell you, Jason, anyone that says you definitively, this is what's going to happen, they're, they're full of crap because even the commissioners of these leagues don't know what's going to happen yet. There's been reports about an alliance between possible alliance between the ACC, Big Ten, and Pac-12 as far as scheduling. Um, you know, if you take it to the extreme, 
the possibility that those leagues may all merge together in some kind of East Coast, West Coast type deal, kind of like the NFL has the, na- the national mm. and the American conferences. But then that does that impact how many teams you get into playoff? All these other factors when you start drigging, digging down makes it more complicated. I do think this. I think ultimately, and I'm an Oklahoma State grad, I hate this personally for my alma mater, but I totally understand why OU and Texas did this and the SEC did this. If you think that down the road we're going to have 16-team super conferences, which I believe we do, and I think a lot of other smart people think we do, would you rather rather be the first to get to 16, which is what the SEC has done, or would you rather wait around and be the last to get to 16, and then your options aren't so great? So that's kind of what the ACC, Pac-12, and Big Ten are kind of thinking is, okay, what's – What's our next move? How do we combat the SEC? Obviously, there are meteorites coming up in the Pac-12 and the Big Ten in the next three or four years, um, also the Big 12. Um, so you're, we're going to see a lot of movement. Ultimately, I think I hate this for college football because I think you're going to see the group of five. If you think they're irrelevant now, just wait a few years. They'll, mm. uh, you know, They may merge with the FCS. You may have group of five schools that just drop football. Because if you can't play the big money games against the power leagues, if they're just going to play each other, you're only getting three, four, five million a year in media rights. You can't compete with those other guys mm-hmm. 365 I, days a year. And that sucks. I haven't, I haven't done, it does suck. I haven't done the numbers, but if you just disband the Big 12 and parcel out their teams to the ACC, Pac 12, and Big 10, does it equal 16 and four? Well, right now we've got, if you include, ACC, Big Big 12, but the five power five leagues and Notre Dame is 65. Oh, so you could get you could get there. But again, Jason, the one thing is everyone think, well, why don't they just get to 16? That makes the most sense. We'll say the Big Ten, for instance, they're at 14. There's no two teams available mm. that, that except for teams in the ACC, which they have their meteorites tied up for 15 years. So. It's one thing for OU and Texas to get out with four years left. It's another thing for a team to get out with 15 years left. We're talking hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars of rights fees you would would forfeit. So if the Big Ten can't get anybody from the ACC, the only options they have is teams from the Big 12, maybe get somebody from the Pac-12, as crazy as that sounds. But the bottom line is the only reason you do that is if you can increase the value of your media rights per school. So just because you add two teams doesn't necessarily mean that each team is going to make more money. You may add two schools and the pieces of pie get smaller. So then there's no reason to expand. So uh, somebody had texted me, oh, hey, what about USC to the Big Ten? And I'm like, well, what are you going to have, like the Michigan softball team traveling to L.A. to play a game? Like, I I don't know how – like, I know we only think about football and that's all that matters in the big money, but – does I mean, does anyone else matter at this point? I mean, it does seem a little strange, is it not? Well, what they I mean, look, anything and everything's on the table, as crazy as that sounds. So could USC mm. be in the Big Ten? <laughs> yes, they could. Um, what what happens with the Olympic sports? I think what would happen is you would have the Olympic sports where they would just play teams in their region. Um, mm. So they necessarily wouldn't travel. You know, you wouldn't see USC at Rutgers Volleyball. And then basically yes. the only time they would compete would be at a conference tournament or an NCAA tournament or something like that. So the, the, the scheduling that you and I are familiar with where you play everybody in the conference, whether it's basketball, volleyball, softball, et cetera, that would obviously be tweaked. Um, 
to make whatever works for football because, you know, again, football is the one that drives the bus. That's where all the meteorites are. And so, yeah, I think that's the least of their concerns is what they're going to yes. do with the Olympic sports. <laughs> it's more how are we going to survive long term with these new meteorites coming up? And also, everyone doesn't want to get left behind the SEC as far as the as far yeah. as the meteorites. So that's why they're thinking of all these different scenarios. And it's going to be fascinating. And I'm sure, you know, you'll be talking about various different reports. Some of them are <laughs> most of them are going to be just guys throwing crap against the wall um but they may be throwing up trial balloons just to kind of get a read on how this stuff would work out yeah Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere like at your pregame barbecue while you prep your meats that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch garage and the car inside and without the right home and auto insurance coverage the cost to repair this could eat up your savings so bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, on to college football for this season. Um, you know, when we headed into last year, it was like everybody knew Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields were like the two best quarterbacks in the country. Obviously, Mac Jones kind of popped up, and Zach Wilson had a really good year. But this year, I, maybe it's me, but I don't know that it's as clear-cut that like who the best quarterback is. Some people are saying Sam Howell from UNC. Like I would say the majority of people who listen to this podcast would not know him if he delivered DoorDash to them like today. 
Um, Spencer Rattler would probably be the biggest name. I'm, I'm, is that accurate? Like, who's the best best quarterback in college football? Well, best or the who's got the lowest odds to win the Heisman? I mean, right now, Rattler, I would say I would say best. Yeah, best. Um, I would I would put Sam Howell up there. I would put. Um, uh, gee, I mean, Slovis at USC. Yeah. JT Daniels at Georgia, if they actually let him do more than hand the ball off, <laughs> which they did the last four games of the last year, and they actually had a lot of success. I think yeah, well, well. Rattler will put up monster numbers if there's any, you know, college football fantasy guys. They already, y'all don't have to tell them that. But you yeah. look at Lincoln Riley and what he's done at the quarterback position, it's incredible. Heisman finalist the last three years. Um, so I expect Rattler to be in New York. But as far, as far as the best, it's kind of – it's not like the NFL where you're comparing apples to apples because the leagues are so different, the, the style of offenses, mm-hmm. the quality of defenses are different in league to league. Um, you know, you got Corral at, at Ole Miss. who's going to put up monster numbers with Lane Kiffin. Yeah. Um, so I guess I'm kind of <laughs> – I'm, I guess I'm not answering your question who the best one is, but I mean, no, it's tough. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think Sam Howell's legit, and with with Mac Brown there and what they've done, people, a lot of people are expecting big things out of out of Carolina. Their preseason top ten ranking, um, you know, and in that league after Clemson, you know, in Carolina and maybe Miami, uh, you you drop off a cliff in that league. So uh, I I think I. I believe Carolina's going to be favored in either all 12 games or 11 of 12 games in the regular season. Wow. They don't get Clemson. Um, so, obviously, Heisman, odds-wise, you want somebody on a team that's going to have a lot of success. If Carolina doesn't stumble, Sam Howe's got that shot to do it, kind of like Joe Burrow came out of nowhere uh, when he mm-hmm. led LSU to the national title. Uh, let's talk about Alabama because everybody loves to hate Alabama. Uh, they lost six first-round picks to the draft, which is crazy. I saw somewhere where they lost, where they have five new coaches on the staff for Saban. A lot of change there, but it, it's Alabama. They just reload right there. Is this still, you know, the team to beat? I mean, do you think Alabama is, should be one of the favorites to win the title? You know, Jason, I vote, I vote in the AP poll and every preseason. Well, for the past few years, I'd sit there and I'd I'd consider what you just said. Saban's got five new assistant coaches. They just lost six guys in the first round. They just lost, lost double digits to the draft. Uh, they got a new offensive coordinator. They're certainly going to drop down. I'm gonna I'm gonna you know drop them from one to three. You know that's, that's a huge. <laughs> and then what happens? Saban proves you wrong. And you right. brought up valid points. Bill O'Brien's a new offensive coordinator. You lose half a dozen first round picks. They are a lot more inexperienced this year than they have been in past years. But, dude, you can't bet against Saban. I mean, you just can't. And I, he would, they were number one on my preseason ballot. They were number one yeah. voted by AP. Um, I think Georgia's got a chance to challenge him. But I, with Georgia, there's a lot of mental issues there as far as Alabama. They haven't beat Alabama. Kirby Smart hasn't beat Saban. Saban hasn't lost to a former assistant coach. So Georgia's got to get over that mental aspect because they had him. In a title game, yeah, till you right. know, Tua, Tua hit him in overtime. So it's it's um, I definitely think Alabama's a team to be. It's again, you know, let's just look at the last four years of, of your your preseason podcast, and you know, it's the same old song and dance: Oklahoma, Ohio right. State, Clemson, Alabama, and that's that's the four again. Throw Georgia in the mix. A and M's got an outside shot. They've got to they've got to beat Alabama also, and. 
a lot of people like Iowa State. They got a, everyone. Everyone's got everyone back because the super seniors. But they most talented team they've had. Matt Campbell's an unbelievable coach. They have one in Norman. Um, can they win a Big Twelve championship? If so, they're certainly going to be in the playoff and could be a, a contender. Yeah, I'm actually going to be in Vegas soon, and uh, somebody I respect said, "Listen, just put a couple shekels on Texas A&M. Just, just do it." They get uh, Alabama at home. Um, I guess. Yeah, I, I guess they're, they're, that's going to be the only game Alabama's not a double-digit favorite this year. Um, right. Yeah. And, and I, I don't know. a and I'm not a huge Jimbo Fisher guy. That's the only thing. Like, I know he won a ton at FSU, but he had the best players all the time. <laughs> I, I don't know, Brett. Talk me out of Texas A&M or, or talk me into him. Uh, I'll give you two. Well, obviously he won a national title at Florida State. He's also yeah. one of eight active head coaches that had a team that was ranked in the top 10 in the preseason and finished the year unranked that happened at Florida state. <laughs> they, they, they come in at number six this year. Um, like you said, they're going to, A&M going to be favored in 11 of 12 games. That one game's Alabama. So basically for your, your shekels on A&M, I guess there's two ways to look at it. I would put a small shekel on A&M to win the national title. I would put more shekels on AM money line against Bama um, because you're not they're not going to win the national title if they don't beat Alabama. And so if if AM should lose before you get to Alabama, then you don't have mm-hmm. to you don't have to play the the money line against Bama because you know your national title odds are shot. Um, so that's kind of how I would couch it. Um, everyone keeps waiting, and when you're Jimbo Fisher and you make, you know sign a $75 million contract. It's not fair, but the expectations are a national title or bust. They've got an empty trophy case waiting to put a national title trophy in there. Um, You know, maybe, maybe Saban proves he's human this year and, and they drop a little bit and actually lose a couple of games. Um, But, you know, obviously you're going to need big numbers to take anybody other than, there's not a lot of, I've looked at the number. There's not a lot of value. You know, you can take a flyer on somebody, but they're you know, ultimately they're. By the way, I I, I don't have it offhand. It. What was LSU that year? Burrow erupted. I mean, they kind of came out of nowhere. They weren't like one of the favors, right? They were probably like thirty or more to start the year because they, they actually nice. they actually started the year. A lot of people don't remember this. They were they were sixth in the AP poll in the first preseason poll. The thing with Burrow was he was not he was like a hundred to one or more to win the Heisman. Um, because hmm. nobody really knew anything about him, and then you know, he had the he he won the Heisman when they won at Alabama, um, hmm. and uh, you know, so that's like when you're looking at Heisman and all the people we just named about the top quarterbacks. There's probably going to be somebody we didn't name that's going to win it, because <laughs> that's that, that's just yeah. how it is. They come out of nowhere. Like if if I'm spent the the worst thing for me is to be the Heisman Trophy favorite, because yeah. all anyone's going to do every week is dissect what you did wrong. They're not going to say, oh, Rattler threw for 400 yards and three touchdowns. They're going to say, Jesus, <laughs> you see that interception he threw? That guy's no good, you know, because he's the favorite. Uh, and that's what seems to happen as far as the Heisman race. I, I want to wrap up with name, image, and likeness real quick. Um, first of all, hey, this Bryce Young getting a million dollars. I think Lane Kiffin was the one who floated that. Correct me if I'm wrong, but like, do you no, think that's remotely accurate? No, Saban actually floated it. He was he was, was talking. Saban? He was talking at a Texas high school coaches uh, convention, and basically said that <laughs> that his quarterback had in had in the uh, had in the area or in the range of seven figures. Well, 
look, a hundred dollars is in the range of seven figures when you get down to it. So, you know, could he get seven figures? Absolutely. Does he already have seven figures? I seriously doubt it. I mean, <laughs> coaches do one thing, 365 days a year, and that's recruiting, recruiting. And that's what Saban was doing when he's talking to all these Texas high school coaches. So, you know, look, Bryce Young, I didn't mention him. Alabama runs a table and he puts up numbers like Mac, Mac Jones did. He may be winning the Heisman. So um, will he end up with seven figures? I'm, I'm kind of doubtful on that, but, you know, I mean, this is uncharted territory. So we, we could yeah. see people making this. Um, does and, this does this keep kids in college a year longer now, too, if they have a chance to, to break in this money, potentially comparable to maybe an NFL contract? Uh, that that angle I had not thought of, but uh, the recruiting angle is very funny. Of course, Saban says that in the state of Texas, uh, very fertile recruiting ground. But then you had the kid leave from the state of Texas to go to Ohio State early. Um, so he can I think he's already I, enrolled. Yeah, so he, he skipped his senior year because the state of Texas doesn't allow, um, I guess, NIL for high school players. So he's like, well, I'm going to skip my senior year and I'm going to go to Ohio State. Because of NIL, because he's going to yeah. make money at Ohio State. Look, that's great. More power to him. I, I don't know about you, but I freaking love my senior year of high school. I don't know I if I too. could do that, but I'm, <laughs> I also wasn't the top rated recruit in the country either. Yes. <laughs> yeah, our experiences in college a as a freshman, a yeah. little different. But it, that, that you, you bring up a good question, though. Like, I don't know, how much can these guys make? And at what point, though, do we start to see, I don't know, maybe divisions in the locker room? Like if you're making a ton of money off NIL and you start rolling up in, I don't know, a Lamborghini or a super awesome ride, are you gonna is there a chance to turn off some of your teammates? Could that could that be a wedge in any way, shape, or form? Or or is that a coach's job that and we just you report on it, the coaches decide. Yeah, I don't Jason, I don't think so. I mean, like the Eric King at Miami, he's already said that he's gonna share um his NIL stuff with his teammates. You've seen a couple other players have done that. And also everyone, whenever they bring that argument up, and I think it's valid, but when everyone brings that argument up, it's like, that's exactly how it is in the NFL. Do linemen not block for Brady because he's making more than a a small country gross national product? No, (laughs) you want to win. You want to do what's best. So if the guy, like the NFL, if the guy's an asshole, then you're not going to have, you know, you're not going to play hard for him. You're not going to work for him. If the guy's a good guy, um, you know, they'll deal with it. You know, I mean, the, the quarterbacks, the running back, the receivers, they get all the media attention anyway. Now yeah. they're getting compensated more. It's not anything new. And shoot, there's a, yeah. there's a ton of offensive lines that are getting sponsored by these barbecue restaurants. So that, you know, <laughs> that's all they're worried about. Smart. Right now. Yeah. I, I, I do love the NIL thing. All right. Uh, Brett McMurphy, follow him. He's at the action network. A lot of gambling. Are they going to make you do picks every week, Brett? Or do, did you talk them out of that? No, I think I may do some, um, Ooh. you know, I'm not, you know, it's obviously, you know, I will do them early enough. So it's not like, oh, by the way, I know uh, Bryce Young's not playing this week and I'm not going to report <laughs> it for, for four days until I, until I place a wager against Alabama. So no, I'm not going to do that. But, um, you know, I'm sure I've done it in the past, um, whether it was on Twitter or with ESPN or CBS, and even stadium where I did, you know, your, your cliched picks column. So I'm sure I'll, I'll throw some stuff out there and, uh, you know, just take the opposite side and you'll, you'll do well. Yeah, fade Brett. All right, Brett. Hey, thanks a lot. Continued success. Congrats on the new deal, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Jason.
Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more.